Don't you sometimes wish that the zombie apocalypse was really just a zombie-based app motivating you to go out and run? You're listening to Podcast Detected. Now, run. Hello, fellow fives. Uh, Welcome to this episode of Podcast Detected. Today, we are going to be talking about the most badass moments in the game, and there have been a lot of them. By the way, uh, this is Lindley, and I'm here with Liz. Hi, hi. So, as usual, we're going to go through fandom news, and then we're going to get straight into the topic. And we are going to try to separate it a little bit by seasons. So, we'll start, obviously, with season one, and then go to two and three, and um, we'll make a note of when different things start. So if you don't if you want to avoid spoilers, then you can. Because nobody wants to get spoiled on any badass moments. You don't have to make the drop roll. But I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, you keep that in the episode when you edit it. <laughs> If I can edit it, if my computer doesn't completely break down this mm-hmm. time, oh god, knock on wood. We we hope it won't. All right, people. Yeah. So fandom news. Where where to start? All right. The first thing we want to talk about today is the Christmas package. Yay! Uh, yeah, we talked about it last time already. So there will be a Christmas package for the six to start people. I hope they do not listen to this podcast. Because otherwise, huh, we are so sorry for spoiling the surprise. We're just all about the spoilers today. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. Uh, anyway, we did, I mean, Zalia did send something last year. So I, I think they kind of wouldn't be too surprised if we do it again. Anyways, oh, yeah. so <laughs> there will be a Christmas package for the people on 6 to start. And we will link to it um, on our Tumblr so mm-hmm. just, you know, take a look at the, the blog posts Alia did, what you can send and how you can get in contact. Um, let's hope we get a big package of awesome things that we can send to Six to Start to say thank you for another year of great work. Yes, and on that note, they have some holiday Christmas presents for us this year. They just posted a link to their latest one, um, they're, they have some new uh, workout games that they're offering in the thing called this thing called the Winter of Workouts. <laughs> it's it's W nice alliteration. Yep. It's like World of Warcraft, but yep. you get fit. <laughs> the opposite of World of Warcraft. <laughs> but anyway, um, please please keep in mind it was Lindley who dissed the World of Warcraft. Hey, I used to play World of Warcraft. <laughs> I didn't. And now I'm poor, so I don't. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. But anyway, so they have that. They just posted their first game. I have not downloaded it yet, but Liz, you have, right? Yep. I, I came home. I I saw the post. I thought, well, why not? So the first game, they're going to post four games, I think. And one of it, or at least four, four releases... There will be four releases. And the first one is Dungeon Runner. And it's it's <laughs> it uses the same the same uh, technology that Superhero Workout uses. So you need your camera and you need to make some uh, workout moves like punchy punches and 
jumping jacks and stuff and you're a small knight and you run through a dungeon and every now and then you encounter an enemy and then you have to punch him away and it's actually kind of cute um has the same problems as superhero workout did so uh you you can fake making that workout move you can just do something else and then it will still recognize it if it's similar to what you should do that's but okay because i hate yeah. burpees so i'll skip those every time yeah i mean if you can't <laughs> the good thing is if you cannot do an exercise then instead of you know trying to do it and hurting yourself you can just do something that's similar and then it will work out anyways the music is quite nice it's like it's an how do you call these 8-bit? It's an 8-bit an adventure. An 8-bit track. Yeah. It's, it's, like the really old yeah. Super Mario games and all yeah, that. Yeah, it, it makes me super nostalgic. It makes it reminds <laughs> me of, of playing Commander Keen. <laughs> no, it, it's sweet. Oh, um, childhood. You, you should definitely, if you're like me, not a native speaker, uh, then you should read the exercises. So there is a, you can choose to read on the exercises which exercises you will have to do. They're like, six or seven and just you know read what are these called in english and then you can just you know do it because sometimes there are names of exercises and you do not know uh what's that and then you can just you have to stop the game to read it but you can do it beforehand so it's fine it's a sweet game it looks good and i'm definitely interested to see what they're coming up with next yeah and i mean i'm yeah they're all of their uh games workout apps have been fantastic mm. i'm like Consistently impressed when they come out with something new. And uh, the best thing about Dungeon Runner, it is for free! Yay! Yay! I the, love free things. The bad thing about Dungeon Runner, at the moment, it's only for iOS. Sorry, guys. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it will be for Android soon, so... Yeah, I mean, that's usually how it goes with 6 to start, I've noticed. Mm, they, they kind of... It, it usually takes one or two days, but then again... To you know, to make it up to the to the uh, Android users for having the the updates usually a bit later, we had that big big glitch that would crash the app, and for one day we couldn't like not update anything. So yeah, it was luckily a real drama. I, I was really busy, so I wasn't <laughs> doing anything with the app anyway. Oh, I wanted to update it, and then I I saw the post like, don't do that; it will instantly crash and. I don't know, okay. it took them like 12 hours to fix it. It was pretty cool. I did see the post, but mm, yeah. Mm. Uh, what else is there in the fandom news segment? Da, 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 da. The supply pack. Yeah, that looks really cool. And I'm really mad at six to start for making me want to spend more money. Yeah, and the, the, thing, <laughs> the thing is, so um, for those of you who have not read it yet, there is a supply pack. Six to start offers a supply pack um, for with a lot of small goodies for Zombies Run fans. Like you can have a sweatband that says Run 5 and you have magnets. And, and a little field research notebook. That's that looks so really cute. cute. It looks like the, the notebook, it, it, the design is from, from the 5K trainer. Mm, right? Yeah. It looks like the 5K trainer and you can have... Um, uh, a radio able radio able vinyl I've, stickers yeah. ah, it's so amazing uh anyway uh it is available only for a limited time so maybe it will be gone soon uh, yeah prob 
I mean, at the rate people have been talking mm. about it, I can imagine it'll be going pretty mm. fast. And the thing is, nobody needs that stuff. <laughs> Runner 5 needs that it. stuff. I have to have it. It's so amazing. I really, really want to get it. I, I need Support to. your fandom. Yeah. And I, know, I really I've, need yeah. a radio-able mock coaster. <laughs> Even if I've never used a mug coaster before, I need you to. You don't have want to it. stain your table. Jack and Eugene are just worried about that. <laughs> yeah, Post apocalypse, you have to have your priorities. Well, maybe Eugene is. is I mean, Eugene might be worried about it. No, Zoe and Phil, I think, would be the ones that are really worried about mm. that, actually. And I, I love the, the pictures they posted on the blog, so you can all find you can find all of that on the official Zombies Run blog, which is blog dot zombiesrungame.com and uh, they have pictures of all the stuff and the picture with the radio able uh, coaster drink coaster is that what it's called yeah uh, mug coaster they have a mug and it has the dog from the doge meme on it <laughs> yeah I, I just wanted to add that it's a, it's a cool cup I want the cup as well but you know get the cup <laughs> just the coaster <laughs> um yeah, all right. Is there anything else we need to talk about? I don't think so. Um, just No Stopping November is oh, not yes. stopping. It's still going. Um, I'm not participating this month, but I've spotted a bunch of great um, reviews and updates from a lot of people. And yeah, you guys are doing fantastic. Um, there are quite a few people who I follow who I'm mm. just, I see their times and I see how much they're improving and it's seriously impressive yeah so uh keep on participating in no stopping november mm -hmm. and oh yes another thing that's more personal thing if you are writing something zombies run related for nanowrimo i would love to read it once it's done me too yeah i think all of us would so nanowrimo we are nearly we are more than halfway through yeah, NaNoWriMo. Just and over the halfway point. Yeah, so just send it to us or to Lindley and me because we really want to. We were. Re oh my god, I can't talk. We're very me. supportive and we yeah. want to read your fan fiction. <laughs> we, we, we definitely want to. And speaking of fan fiction, Paw Like the Bear actually just posted the rules for the Secret Santa Exchange this year. Um, you can actually do fan fiction, you can do art, you can do. A gigantic sculpture but you have to ship it um you can do whatever you want um but it's gonna be a lot of fun it'll be the first time i've participated in it and i'm really looking forward to it so you guys should all join us as well okay uh that's it for the fandom news part so yeah <laughs> So we got a few messages uh, about most badass moments mm -hmm. and we will not read them out like one after the other, but we will split them so we can make sure that season two stuff belongs in the season two part of the the episode and the season three stuff goes in the season three part of the episode, which, yeah. Not yeah. that so to avoid spoilers. <laughs> to avoid spoilers. So uh, now we will hear spoilers for the ending of season one, I guess, because that was one of our most badass moments. Yep. So if you have not finished season one, then stop now. But switch back on again, because we will later hear from Bethy, who has an interesting 
thing to say about costumes. So switch back on again later. Yes. Don't don't just skip the episode. It's a good episode. Okay. Uh, so we talked about season one. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, one of my favorite, most badass season one moments was uh, not by Runner Five, but by Jody. Mm-hmm. There is in the in one of the last missions. I think it's a second to last, third to last mission. Uh, Jody runs out with runners three, runner three. Yes, I think. Or is it runners? No, it was seven. runner six. Runner I want to say. Oh yes! Oh my God! I'm so t- I'm so sorry because we hardly I, knew yeah. her. I don't. Yeah, unless you did the five k, you didn't know her. No, I didn't do the five k before I did the Zombies Run season one. So yeah, neither did I actually. Yeah. So we uh, Jody is out with Runner Six, and everybody gets attacked by zombies, and Runner Six gets uh, killed by the zombies. They and and she cries out, and it's really really horrible to listen to it. And Jody is super super scared by it, but. She keeps on running and she keeps on repeating, I'm gonna live, I'm gonna live. And I was super badass of her because she mm-hmm. was afraid, but, you know, she powered through it. I can't imagine what I would have done in the same situation. I would have died. Uh, probably me too. Probably accurate. <laughs> yeah, most likely. Yeah, the another pretty amazing thing from season one is Sarah Smith. Mm. Of course, um, getting bit. She doesn't know if it was a dog or a zombie or whatever. And just telling Five to just go ahead. She is going to um, kind of ensure Five's safety by running off, regardless of whether the bite was from a dog or a zombie. And, and I like... Oh, oh, sorry. Amazing. No, you're fine. I like fine. that uh, the, it's the moment like after the explosion hits Abel and Sarah really forces runner five to get up and get going like you cannot lie down here and you have to you know survive and you have to run away from the zombies so she even manages to you know force five up and forces her to go that was pretty cool Mm -hmm. everything sarah smith does is pretty well yeah i think in season one that might have been one of the final moments where i was just like oh my god this woman's so awesome. She's so amazing. Mm-hmm. And then things happened. And yeah. And then season one was over without us knowing if if Sarah survives or not. That was super sad. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That was that was tough. But luckily I did season one and season two right in a row, so I ah. got to know pretty quickly. Not like the the rest of us. Like I had to wait yes. for like five <laughs> months, which was Yes, I, I was late to starting the game, um, but that's okay. Okay, so that was it for season one spoilers. Now we will have season two spoilers. So if you have not finished um, season two, you should stop listening now and then come back for whatever Baffy has to say. So yeah, that's your time to switch off. Or you could just, you know, switch off and then finish season two and then come right back and listen to the rest of yeah the go go finish season two real quick mm. we'll we'll be here we will wait okay because we're... that's how podcasting works we're mm-hmm. not live we've got a deck of cards we're good yeah we we are 
We are great today. We're so <laughs> sassy and, and so funny. <laughs> the energy, you could feel the energy. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read something out because let's hear from other people. So yes. this is from a message that Tamika Flint sent to us on Tumblr. Uh, Tamika Flint writes, I feel like anything involving Runner 8 is badass by nature, but one of the most badass bone-chilling moments was in Season 2, Mission 23, where we had the runaway train and the bandits chasing after us and, trying not to be too spoilery here, a decision had to be made that was kind of a greater good versus individual decision, and A just so unflinchingly went for the greater good decision, despite the individual repercussions. Sorry, my English. And then Five had a badass moment in that episode two, when they kind of did what they had to in order to make sure that the individual repercussions... Oh my god, sorry. Repercussions. Repercussions. That's a difficult word. You're good. Repercussions didn't end being so badly felt. I've always felt like that was kind of Five looking out for Eight, and trying to do what they what they could to keep their conscience as clear as possible. But that's a tale for another podcast. It is. We will, <laughs> we will make 50 episodes about Sarah Smith. Yes. And At the very least. 49 of them will just be me talking about how awesome Sarah is. You can skip <laughs> all of them. <laughs> okay, so this moment, let's, let's talk about this mission. That was a pretty awesome mission. I agree, Tamika Flynn. Mm -hmm. By the way, your name is pretty badass as well. Uh, yeah, I like the mission on the train. Uh, with the train. I especially mm -hmm. like that in the end, uh, Five not only saves Owen in a pretty amazing way, but also <laughs> the horse. Like in the end, Runner Five getting on that yeah. horse, that must, must have been so amazing to see like Runner Five on top of that horse. And these horses don't have saddles, I think. So, I mean. Well, they might have because, I mean, the bandits and the. Um, okay. No, after after that mission, after five just jumped on the horse and rode with the train, I have had this weird headcanon that uh, Runner Five is from like either A from a farm or B from a really wealthy family and took like <laughs> equestrian lessons as a child. Yeah, because being able to ride a horse is not something that a normal person you know skill that normal people automatically have i mean it's not like riding a bike i think most people can ride a bike i would not know how to ride a horse yeah it's definitely it's not an opportunity i think that a lot of people have had to practice mm. but it's not anything complicated but the fact that five just kind of jumped on and did it quickly without hesitation that was great yeah awesome but yeah so now I'm five either grew up on a farm or was super rich. Those are my two <laughs> options. <laughs> okay, so uh, Tamika Flint, we agree with you. And I'm Tamika Flint also writes. Also, a more five-centric one is in season two, mission 28, Tide Ropes. I remember that mission. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people focus on a later episode in terms of looking at Five and Van Ark's interactions, but to be honest, that one hit me a little harder, mostly because it came first, and being Five and being able to power through that made me feel like a super badass. Yeah. Yeah. 
I can, yeah. And I think it was one of the first missions. We have these in every season, and in season one it was um, mission nine, obviously, uh, where the focus is not five saving somebody, but five more or less being the center yeah. of the story, which is strange because five's the protagonist, but you know what I mean. And and um, here was this that was another one. We, we do have a couple of these missions in season three as well, but that's not yeah. too spoilery here. So. <laughs> Uh, I I have another real badass moment in in uh, season in season two, and that's uh, that's the, the moment where uh, where Archie has like a real badass oh, God. thing going on, like when she's confronted with not only Menarik but also with Paula, and she just you know stands her ground, and and then when Baby girl, Jamie Archie. and Jamie blows up. Uh, blows up the whole building because he's a fireman so of course he has a lot of um, experience with explosions yeah with with <laughs> blowing shit up I, I guess Archie all for nothing okay and so my I can't believe no one mentioned this but I think as much as I love Sarah Smith well she's part of this but um, hands down for me, the most badass, awesome part of season two was the major. Like, yes. How can we forget about that? Because she literally gave up everything to make sure that humanity survived and didn't survive like as zombies. And oh my God, that takes so much willpower so much strength and of course Sarah comes into play because you know what she did was not easy for her but oh my god she knew she had to do it so Van Ark would trust her yeah amazing uh, there's another um, we got another message from mm-hmm. Tiresias 66 we still don't know how to pronounce your name but <laughs> at least we stick to the same pronunciation each time so we are consequent in our failure yes and Tiresias 66 writes about season two. Uh, five firing a rocket launcher and blowing Van Ark's sorry ass out of the sky and into a million pieces. Hell Go yeah. five. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I was so upset by the stuff happening before that mission and I was running it and in my head while the song played and I was running. I kept repeating over and over the names of all the characters that had died because of Van Ark, that had suffered because of Van Ark. And it was such a satisfaction to blow him away. That was, yeah, that was amazing. And I cried of joy. <laughs> and I was, I was actually a bit surprised because I'm not a violent person. I'm a, consider myself a pacifist obviously not (laughs) yeah i mean uh whether you consider yourself a pacifist or not that was pretty awesome and he i don't know like okay part of me still thinks that there's a little group version of van ark out there 
growing from <laughs> a toe or something because he can regenerate so i really think that he's still alive and <sighs> but maybe all his cells just regenerate as toes <laughs> he will just be a big blob of Vanark toes <laughs> that's um... totally weird Ah, uh, 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 you didn't! No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I that that was painfully bad. That was that was that was bad. That was super bad. Eugene would have appreciated it. No, because it was not about. It was not about cheese. It was cheesy though. And poor Eugene only has <laughs> half the toes of everybody else. So. Oh, too soon. Yeah. What too, too soon? It's been it's it's been three seasons. He got over it. <laughs> I know he was. Yeah, he was and making jokes about it speaking, at some point. Speaking of Eugene, Tiresias also adds about baddest moments, and not knocking Jack's and Eugene's full heads together when they're <laughs> outside. Abel heading for the meeting with the girl guides. Zombies are getting close, and all Jack and Eugene can do is. Bicker. I agree. I I was against <laughs> this whole mission anyways, because it was like, hey guys, do you need to go outside? You know that one of you only has one foot. Just saying. Maybe yeah. running is not a good idea. Maybe one of you could have stayed behind. Maybe the one with the one foot. I, what? Why? Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> But but uh, five always is super super patient. So I think that's a badass. Being that stoic is a badass moment in and of itself. Because yeah. we, we never see five losing their, you know, patience. I kind of want to think that um, all of us runner fives are kind of like representations of fives inner monologue <laughs> and our reactions are just what five is thinking while they're just standing there just glaring at people <laughs> and we're sobbing or cracking up or anything and just five just stands there maybe five has super expressive eyes oh it's Ooh, possible yeah. and we are five's eyes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than toes it's better than it's toes true. Yeah. it's true it's true Okay, that was it for... Do we have, have other season two badass moments? I think nothing beats freaking Van Ark being blown into pieces. Yeah. Uh, I mean, season two just stepped up mm -hmm. the game compared to... See I mean, season one was great, but badass-wise, season two definitely... I also think whole another, different level. another badass moment from Sam was when he confronts um, Nadia in the beginning yeah. of season two about, you know, her trying to kill Five. And I, I know I've been very critical with Sam in season two because he did a lot of stupid shit, but well, that was idiot, great. So. That was great. That was, that was pretty amazing. Yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. Um, yeah. I love that stupid idiot. <laughs> okay, now, while Lindley is gushing about Sam Yao, <laughs> we, uh, we will let uh, Bethy take over for a second, because Bethy has something to say about Halloween costumes, because Halloween was 
well, a while ago, but we didn't have an episode back then. So here's about Halloween costumes. Betsy, take the mic. Hey there, Buffy here. It was Halloween recently, which was one of the best times for spooky costumes. And what we want to know is, how many of you have actually dressed up as one of our favourite zombie-run characters, or even as a zombie itself? It doesn't have to be a Halloween costume. If you've ever cosplayed or even thrown together a rough outfit of our favourite characters, now is the time to show the world. We'd love to see them and even feature them on our blog if you'd like us to. To send us pictures, either send us a link if it's been posted on Tumblr, tweet them at us, or send us via an email. All the addresses for our Twitter and email are down in the description below. We can't wait to see what you've come up with. (laughs) And we're back with that amazing, amazing drum roll. You're welcome. The people will think we lost our original file. Oh no, I was going to use both of them. (laughs) Oh, you're going to use both of them. Okay, and now you see that, you know, Linda will only put it in edit afterwards. Okay, (laughs) Uh, that has season three moments. So if you have not finished season three, um, go away. No, I mean, don't go away. Pause and then skip to the end. Okay, bye. Okay, no, don't go away. (laughs) You you can't go away. I'm almost done. I'm taking it slowly but surely. I'm getting there. Getting there. All right. So we go back to Tiresias 6-6, who writes, Five, having the guts to go back to Abel after the whole mind control business. The temptation to hang out in the woods with Simon and never ever face anyone at Abel again must have been huge. Yes. Agreed. Yep. <laughs> but, but then again, I mean, Five did go back, which was super brave, but for me as a player, I was like, oh, please go back because I want to, I don't want to stay behind <laughs> with Simon. And I, I mean, True. yeah, I, I mean, I as entertaining as it would be, I, I don't want to live in the woods. Yeah. I, At least Abel is some form of civilization. Yeah. And all the cool people are there. <laughs> you don't have to poop in a hole. Just yeah, thank, thinking thanks, about thanks, that. Thanks, <laughs> Today, everything you say makes me feel terrible. What? <laughs> Do you puns. poop in a hole? Like, is that why you feel terrible about it? Did I offend you? Because we have not had a toilet until recently. I mean, I don't know how things are outside of Vienna, so... Yeah, it's just it's just wilderness. Just, just okay. wilderness. Yeah. Just okay. wilderness. Vienna figured. is just a place where we pretend to be a civilized country. Well, the hills are alive. So... <laughs> <laughs> and they constantly want, want sacrifice. That's why. Yes. Oh my god, we are, we are so weird today. We are super sorry. Okay, so <laughs> let's focus on season three. <laughs> Season 3 has a lot of badass moments. I think one of the most badass moments was the ending with Simon. Because Simon finally having the guts to do something and own his, earn his forgiveness. That was pretty cool. He's such a coward, but that was cool. He was brave. What else was there in Season 3? Super badass Season 3 moments. Let me check. Well, everything involving involving uh, Veronica McShell, because... You, well, yeah. I mean, she's Chris McShell's daughter. Of course she's badass. 
but then also she's fucking awesome and lives in a treetop base and does science and figures out how to make zombie cologne and yeah she's she's awesome and another really badass moment was um when they were on the ship and then the kraken there's a kraken a gigantic kraken oh yeah and in the in the middle of england yeah we're doing here i mean this was crossing genres like really really hard because suddenly it was like I I felt like I was in in uh, you know a Jules Verne book. Oh um ah uh, yes of course um it was a radio radio mode segment where um the radio cable roto is uh, going on and uh, Zoe jumps out of the car to kill a zombie and save Phil and I think Phil and Jack and. She jumps out and she kills her first zombie. Way oh, to go, I remember Zoe. that one. You oh, managed Zoe. to not kill a zombie until you met these guys. That was actually that was so like heart wrenchingly adorable. Like she was willing to, you know, kind of give up this moral standard mm. that she had created for herself to save these people that had become such a huge part of her life and. It was that kind of moment that I think, for me, I realized, oh, you know, I knew Zoe cared about them before, but that was the moment where it really hit home. Like, they're a family, and it it was really absurdly cute. Mm. Yeah. And talking about radio, uh, radio mode, I'm pretty sure we will discuss this in another episode because we are... Of course, doing an episode on Radio Boyfriends. Any, like, soon? I don't know. Eventually. Maybe. Oh, of course we will. Of course we will. But I think one of the most badass moments, it, it was in mentioned in the season, but it happened before, is of course the, the Shippo story. I think Jack yes. was amazing. Oh my God. Because we don't, we don't know in the beginning of the game, we don't know how Eugene lost his leg. But I guess for me, I always assumed that he was hurt. And that's why they came to Abel and Maxine was the one who took off his leg. Yeah. And then it turns out it was some somewhere out there in a shack surrounded by zombies and Jack did it. Which is, I mean, I would not be able to do that, like, ever. Oh, no. It, oh my god. Just hearing that makes Jack one of the bravest people in the game because mm-hmm. imagine you have to take a saw and saw off another person's I don't want to imagine limp uh, that's <laughs> and most likely the other person will die because you're not searching so you have no idea what the fuck you're doing and maybe you have a saw found somewhere in a toolbox oh. and maybe you will wash it if you have some clean water and if you don't you just how the hell did Eugene survive that Love. Oh, come on. <laughs> he was, I, I he don't was know. lucky. Maybe Canadian He's lucky people. he didn't get gangrene yeah. or something, but oh my god. I mean, that was... 
it was heartbreaking, but it was so badass if you think about it at the moment. Like, if we had witnessed that scene in the game, it would have been the most badass moment, period. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm glad we didn't, because I don't want to hear that, the oh. sound. But, no, no. yeah. And it must hurt, because you cannot think. I mean, oh. yeah, Eugene says he did not really realize anything because he was fainting but oh I... yeah he would have passed out real quick yeah but first he would have been in pain and then he would have passed out so yeah oh, oh, oh my god it was oh. so i guess we can conclude and crown mr jack holden well yeah the guy who has never had a proper job who <laughs> spends his weekends most likely high on raves sleeping in the forests, accompanying a guy he just met is the most a, badass, has the most a true badass, badass a true moment badass. in the game. A true badass. We, we salute to you, Mr. Jack Holden. So we've been talking about a lot of different things today. <laughs> Not all of them were but zombies. But the focus related. was badass things. The focus was badass things. We were not badass today. Speak for yourself. Oh my! I'm, I'm sorry. The toe joke was so badass. It blew me away. <laughs> <laughs> um, Would you say it knocked you off your feet? Uh, okay, guys. So I think that is it for today next week to coincide with the ending of NaNoWriMo we will be talking about fan works so let us know about your favorite fan fiction or fan art or writers writers yeah there's so much amazing amazing fan works for this uh, fandom so yeah send a uh, let us know what you think your favorites um Anything you've observed, like common commonalities and stuff, um, yeah, just send us information via the usual routes: Twitter, Tumblr, email, whatever. And you can also let us know if there is maybe a fanfic author or a uh, an artist in the fandom that you would like to know more about. Then. We can contact them and maybe we can get them to give us a small interview. Yeah. All right. So stay safe out there, guys. Yeah, that's it for today. Stay safe out there. <laughs> Podcast Detected is a non-profit project brought to you by way too many people in a com shack. Zombies Run belongs to Six to Start. Music is Rich Groove by Jason Kessler. Questions? Want to submit a story or need more information? You'll find us on Tumblr or Twitter at Podcast Detected or email us at way too many people in a comshack at gmail.com. No runners were harmed during the making of this episode.